Hey guys. So today is probably the hardest episode for me to record right now, just because I've been wanting to record this for probably the last almost three weeks now, because I'm going to be getting into this whole story of everything that I've been dealing with physical health wise. And it's also pretty strange to me, if I'm being honest with you, because this week, when you are listening to this, this episode is going to be coming out on Monday, the 29th of January. Today is Saturday, the 27th. I'm recording this, but the podcast is actually turning four years old this week. So I want to start this episode off with the good news, and then I can get into what I wouldn't really consider bad news, just some unfortunate things that I've been navigating with this whole journey and frustration with everything with my physical health right now. And what I do think is odd that I look back on the very first episode of this podcast that came out on January 31st of 2020. I was talking about the relationship between mental and physical health. That's the title of the episode. And today it's literally the same topic, but the ways in which my mental health have been impacted recently because of the struggles I've been dealing with, with my physical health. And if you guys are new to the podcast, then you might not know this, but every single Monday I have new episodes of the podcast. The last Monday of every single month, I have an episode with just me where I'm going to be giving you guys just updates, topics about my life as it relates to what it means for me to live well, bipolar, navigate, navigate this in a way that has been successful for me. So I want to break down this timeline because the thing that I'm excited about is the podcast is going to be four years old, which is something it's, it's wild to think that I have a preschooler or whatever, whatever age that a four-year-old, four-year-old is, but I've been doing this for four years now. This is my 188th episode and nothing has honestly brought me more joy than these conversations, these topics. And especially on the note of sharing my journey with you that I haven't been doing as much lately. I want to get back into doing more of that. And that's why I introduced the last Monday of every month is going to be an episode with just me talking about what I'm actually dealing with and navigating right now in this moment and what has been helpful for me in the past, because I feel like it's important to, to share these things that can be helpful for other people listening who might be navigating their own journey, whether it's mental health, physical health, whatever it is, this is the topic today because right after Thanksgiving last year is when I started to experience what I've been dealing with and to give you a timeline. So also the only thing I can think of that I have done differently in my life since 
all of this has been taking place is introducing running. I used to run when I was in high school. And when I was younger, I did long distance running track cross country, but it has been 10 years probably since I have done that. So I actually had my first 10 K that I ran and that was on November 12th. And then I ran my second one on December 17th. And I actually had absolutely no issues. I went through my training, you know, my meals, everything that I've been doing to prep. I didn't have any issues until my, it was my second 10 K. I didn't train as much for that one just because right after Thanksgiving, I started to notice. And I actually thought it was because of the holiday. I was like, oh, it's probably just because I've, I eat so much more foods and different things that I do than usual. Maybe that's why I, my stomach's feeling a little off or strange. That's what it was because it wasn't as to the level that it was three weeks ago. So three weeks ago was January 8th. And what happened is that's actually the first time it impacted a workout for me. So what I want to be clear about is I have had since today recording this, I've had five doctor's appointments. I started off just going to my regular doctor. He wasn't there. So I saw someone else. Then, then I came back, saw my actual doctor. Um, then I saw him again. Then I was referred out to a gastro and I, I always mess up this. It's how to say this gastro and, and gastro doctor gastro and kernel. I have to like Google how to say the word. Cause it's like, I was telling a friend about this and I'm just like, make fun of me. I don't know how to say it right, but a gastro doctor. And that was on January 10th. And what I decided to do is after talking with him, we decided to rule out other possibilities of what's going on by having an endoscopy and colonoscopy done. And that is the procedure I went in was put under anesthesia and it was frustrating because the IV was messed up. So they had to take it out and redo it. And my arm is still sore, like almost a week later talking about this, but it's just been frustrating because I've noticed really predominantly three weeks ago, just a significant decrease in my energy. And normally I am able to get up. I'm able to do my routine, my workouts, different things like this. It has really taken a hit to where my sleep has been impacted. So I am lucky if I'm able to get to bed before midnight. And it's when I get out of bed is pretty different. So some days I can actually get up and out of bed. I've had days recently where it's 7 30, 8 30 and 9, 10 30. It's pretty all over the place, but literally what I'm dealing with, with trying to figure out what is going on with me is reminding me of exactly how I felt right before I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, because prior to the diagnosis, I just had all of these thoughts and things that were happening inside my mind, different symptoms coming up that I really wasn't sure why or, or what's going on or what can help with this or what resources are even out there. I really felt helpless alone. I felt like something was inherently wrong with me. And that 
was all reminding me of how I felt now navigating this because I have been dealing with, and really what it is, is it's just been a lot of everything that I eat. It's almost like everything that I eat is upsetting me to where I just feel really, my stomach just feels so off, so full, so uncomfortable. And it's, it's, I've never experienced this before. I've never had bloating like this before. I I ended up what I actually did find out this week following the procedure that I had done is they did tell me, they said, everything looks normal. And this is the frustrating part is I have had my blood taken. I've had panels done at my regular doctor and they say, you don't test for Crohn's or celiac. Your levels look normal, your electrolytes, your blood count. And, and then in the procedure, the colonoscopy endoscopy, they're like, we don't see any polyps. We don't see any ulcers, but what they did find, and they took a picture of this, they took pictures of inside to show me. So it's just so strange to me to think that I'm literally being put under anesthesia for you to put a camera up my butt and down my throat to, to do this. But for me, it was preventative to see if there's anything else, because I do know in my, in my family, my dad has had four polyps removed. And I feel like I'm hearing that that's not super uncommon, but that is something that can lead to developing into colon cancer. And just given what I've been feeling. And also my mom has had her gallbladder removed. So she had some issues with that when she was younger as well. And I had a lot of conversations with a lot of friends And some of my friends who are doctors, some who are in functional medicine, some who just have had experiences with this. And I was told by the gastro doctor prior to my procedure, it sounds like to me, this sounds like IBS. And I didn't know anything about that. I, and a lot of what I'm experiencing is just, yeah, feeling just everything I eat. I'm afraid to eat almost because it's, it's, everything is causing an issue. And I've actually lost weight. I, you know, it's almost, almost 10 pounds over this. And really that was never something I was trying to do. And especially as someone who has definitely struggled in the past a lot with body image and things like this, I know that's a trigger for me. And this is actually very triggering for me. Just reminding me a lot of how I felt when I was trying to navigate my diagnosis of bipolar. So that's what I, where I'm at right now. They said, everything is normal. And I know that my stomach lining is inflamed. So that was shown in the, in the images and it said corresponds with gastritis. So I remember bringing this up with the, I don't know who, who the the person was who called me. I have a follow-up appointment, but I just was frustrated because I, I was put on an antacid. It didn't do anything for me. I followed it exactly as I should have took it for 30 days. And it reminds me of how I felt and interviews that I've done with so many people who talk about living with bipolar and how they were just thrown medications and without actually being able to feel like they were listened to or that their experiences were given attention. It was just, okay, take this, try this, try this, try this. And it was kind of like, that's how it is. 
you know, you just try whatever medications are thrown at you until you can find something that works. And if you can't just keep doing it. And that's how I feel right now because of what I'm going through. And I feel like this week I was happy with feeling like I, I can go on walks again. And I, yeah, I mean, it's just been hard having my routine disturbed because that is so important for me in maintaining my stability and taking care of myself is doing, doing what I do regularly. And I, I can't right now because I just feel this drain and not as my typical self. And it's sometimes hard to put into words, but I, I know Monday as well. I'm also going to be seeing my OBGYN. I'm just trying to rule out everything, right? So something else that someone brought up to me, I've had people say, oh, it could be, you know, there's all these different names of things that could be going on. And I've even heard, oh, you, you know, you could be pregnant. That's not, I'm like, look, I took two tests, but but they tested me at the procedure on Monday. Everything's been negative. I'm going on Monday because I was like, I didn't even have an annual exam with the lady that I see my OBGYN last year. I didn't have any appointment. So I was like, that's weird. Usually I have an appointment. So I made an appointment and there's just so many things that I'm trying to work on. And when it comes to changing my diet, which is also frustrating because I'm actually in the best place of my life. I thought health-wise being on a regular workout routine, my diet, my sleep, taking care of my, my skin, my body. Like I've been in such a good place and all of a sudden, boom, just to be hit with this thing that you don't even know what the cause is. And what I feel like I'm trying to figure out now is what has been the cause of the inflammation of my stomach lining. So there's a lot of things that you can find, right. And I know you can go down the Google rabbit hole, Googling different things. Like I've literally been over here looking up stuff on chat GBT, trying to ask all these questions. And where I'm at right now is I've had a lot of friends who have shared a lot of helpful things that I'm going to start trying to implement in my, my routine. Um, one of them that I've actually never done before is oil pulling. So coconut oil, basically like in the morning you do that before you brush your teeth and different things like that to help. And I'm just willing to try whatever has worked for other people. And that's exactly my whole purpose of this podcast is featuring stories and conversations of things that have helped other people that everyone else can have access to if they don't know about it. So that's what I'm trying to do right now with my stomach gut issues that I'm dealing with. And that's what I'll call it. So gut health and, and, and that's what I'm, I'm starting to realize is I do know that I don't know if it's something to do with age because I'm about to be 29. So I'm not 20 years old anymore. And your body changes as you age and you can't always handle the same foods that you used to anymore. So I was like, this is so odd to me that I've been drinking orange juice for whatever period of my life, eating pasta or bread or all these things. And now my body can't handle that. Is it a gluten intolerance? Is it a dairy issue? So it's just a lot of unknowns. It's a lot of trial and error and trying to figure it out. 
and doing different things like that. So something that's been helpful for me is talking with my family, with friends who have gone through this. I've had a a friend come over that was amazing who actually made me soup. She literally came over and made this gut healthy soup. That was amazing. And every time I eat it, I don't have any irritation. Cause usually when I eat foods, like my stomach will just, it'll feel like you feel when you're hungry. So when you're hungry and your stomach is growling and you want to eat something, that's almost how I feel after I eat something. And that's what I've been dealing with, but I didn't really think anything of it because it wasn't disrupting my routine where I was like, Oh, maybe it's something from the holidays or maybe it's, and I even stopped doing the running. So I stopped doing that. I haven't actually ran. The last time I ran was I did run a 5k. So that was when I actually felt good enough to go outside. And I didn't have any issues with that, but I'm just deciding to put that on pause for now. And I'll just continue doing my walks for now, getting outside, just having my 10 minutes of silence, meditation, whatever you want to call it, and just getting my thoughts out of my head. So I've had a lot of frustration with this because you don't know what the cause is. And I feel like I'm getting that from the doctors that I've been talking with. It's, it's almost like, okay, this is what we're seeing, but have they given you this medication? Have they given you this? And it's frustrating because I want to know what is actually causing this irritation inflammation in my stomach lining, because I'm sitting here trying to go through my recent life events over the past two months. And the only thing I can think of that I've done differently in my lifestyle is running. And I, I know I've heard from some people that running can weaken your immune system. I'm not sure if that's true or not. I'm not a medical professional. Like this is just what I have heard and I'm just sharing my experiences. So I just wanted to be really honest and share that it hasn't been a good month, honestly, for me. And, you know, I've gone through that procedure. I know. And also, I mean, my husband just had his wisdom teeth removed on Friday. So I'm trying to help, help with that. He's not able to eat solid foods for a week. My mom had shoulder surgery. So this whole month has just been a lot of procedures and surgeries and things that we did not see coming at all. And it just reminds me a lot of what are the things that I actually can control. So, and it's hard for me because I'm looking at my diet, I'm looking at my sleep and I'm, I'm trying to go to bed for me by 1030. And then sometimes I can't actually fall asleep. Some nights I can fall asleep usually right away. And there's some nights where it's always at night is when my stomach will like start. It's, it's so strange. I don't even know how to describe it. It's almost like, it just is like this gurgling noises. And I've literally felt before I told Dan, I was like, give me your hand. And like, you can feel sometimes air or whatever is moving, but it just keeps me awake. And one night I couldn't sleep till one 30 or 12 30 or 12. And it has been frustrating because usually I've always, am so used to feeling so in control of my sleep and my routine because I've been doing this for so long. So something like this coming out of nowhere and just really knocking me down has been frustrating, but I am trying to just research everything that I can. I have a lot of 
conversations with a lot of friends who've been super helpful and people talking about struggling with whether it's IBS, gastritis, what a, whatever it is, right. Just hearing other people's experiences and stories has been helpful for me. And that's exactly what I've heard when I share these conversations on the podcast from you guys about people sharing their stories about navigating life with bipolar disorder. I want to share my story right now, navigating this gut stomach issue and getting to the root of what is going on. And I'm pretty hopeful now I'm thankful that they did not find anything of concern with the procedure I had done, but it also is, can also feel annoying when you're thinking, okay, maybe they'll find something and then I can figure out how to treat it. But if they find nothing and you still feel off, then what's going on. And that's what I've been dealing with. So I'm just trying my best to continue to take care of myself during this time and just do what I can to care for myself in the unknown, because there's always going to be days that come down and knock us over that we're completely unexpecting. And I know that I will be able to figure out what the root cause of this is and remedy the situation through some options that I'm looking into. And I know there's also other alternatives of having testing done, like other types of testing that people have told me about. I've had a lot of good friends reach out and say, you know, I've had food allergy tests, stool tests, mineral hormone analysis kind of tests, things like this. So I am going to be trying doing that oil pulling. And then there's also this oil of oregano dropper that I'm going to be putting into water. And then I'm just going to try for now, just cutting off what I love the most, which is really hard, which is orange juice, bread and pasta and see how I feel the next two to three weeks. If this goes away, the, the irritation that I feel in my stomach, because that's really what I'm trying to figure out. And yeah, I mean, this basically started, I had no issues at all with my first 10 K. And then I started to notice it while I was training for my second 10 K, which I ran December 17th. I just didn't train as much. And I didn't think anything of it because it wasn't painful. I wasn't able to continue my routine. It just started to, I started to notice that I would have some moments where my stomach would feel a little bit off, but it wasn't out of the ordinary too much. And it didn't really hit me that hard until almost three weeks ago when I was literally at the gym and I was like, I don't even have energy to do the Stairmaster right now. I don't have energy to run. I'm used to going and doing high intense workouts. I do a lot of different kinds of workouts. So I just was like, I can't, all I can do is walk right now. And then my sleep was impacted. My mood, just getting out of bed, feeling really like hopeless with trying to figure this out and just having days where I just will be so down and just cry and just try to figure it out. But I also don't think it's a, it's a problem when we have those days of when, you know, you're crying because you are needing to give yourself grace and really just release yourself from those things that are holding you down in the ways that you can. Cause there are certain things that I wish I could just snap my fingers and 
my stomach gut issue, whatever is going on with the inflammation in my stomach could go back to normal, be completely what it was. So, I mean, there's other options like parasites. I've also had an H pylori breath test done. They, and everything comes back normal. So nothing has been discovered besides the inflammation in my stomach lining from the colonoscopy that is like a little red in your stomach. So something is going on either. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but I'm in the process of navigating that. And I wanted to talk about it with you guys, because this has been very hard for me. And I just feel like the support from the conversations I've had with many of you who have experience with this have been very helpful. So that's actually what I've been dealing with trying to navigate right now. And I'm not really even sure what to call this episode. Usually I have a title. I'll figure it out. I'm not, (laughs) I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, so the good news though, from this whole thing is that I've had a lot of support from you guys, and I'm just really proud of this podcast and my vulnerability and the fact that this podcast is turning four years old this week. And I'm going to continue sharing stories, sharing my journey and just being open because you never know who's listening to this, who's gone through similar experiences or is going through what I'm going through and it's helpful. So I don't want to hide what, what it's been like, you know, because I had moments where I was like, Oh, is this even something I should talk about? Because I didn't think it was impacting me. And I think it's important to talk about things that are hard, that are causing us a lot of issues and that we're not really sure what it is. If we're comfortable doing that, you don't always have to put yourself out there and put your life out there. But I feel like for me, I know it it has helped me a lot just in hearing other people's experiences. So I want to be that same person for other people. So yeah, I've just been navigating this journey with trying to figure out what is the cause of the inflammation with my stomach lining gastritis, whatever it is the name or label of what's going on. So I really appreciate you guys tuning in, listening, offering your experiences, what's been helpful for you. It means so much to me. And I'm excited to share this and continue in my journey of discovering what is actually going to help for me, just as I have done for living with bipolar. I've done the same exact thing when I was first diagnosed with bipolar disorder. I said, I want to learn about other people who've been able to navigate this successfully and what they do on their days where it's really hard because that's what I'm dealing with right now. It's really hard, but continuing to show up for myself in the little ways that I can is making a difference for me. And I'm hopeful I have, you know, some days are better than others, but I've had a lot of help in this experience so far. So thank you guys for being here. I hope that something in this episode was helpful for you or could resonate. And again, thank you for being here. I am honestly surprised that this, this podcast has made it to four years old and I can't wait to see where the next four years takes us. And I will always be here to continue to share my experiences and open up to you guys about what I'm going through in things that are not good for me, things that are good for me and navigating my life with bipolar and bringing you stories of people who are sharing those resources as well. So I love you and thanks for being here. All right. Bye.